Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Para para. Halala show season four. Four mix number <laughs> twenty two. We've been doing this a while, all right. I forgot what season we were look, on. All right, look, pandemic I I right just, happens. <laughs> Lost I was track just of time. Thinking we started this what five years ago? Twenty eighteen, friend. Five years ago, almost. Wow. Uh, I think we started in August. We were so fresh. I know. Nobody had knee pain. Mm-hmm. Nobody had shoulder pain. Nobody had diabetes time. at that time. Nobody as had well. diabetes. Mm-mm. Um, hello. Hello there. <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> but hello. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast, everyone. Uh, this is the Halo Halo Show, and we talk about everything and anything under the sun. Mm-hmm. That means our lives, because we also talk about what happened throughout the week. <laughs> yes, indeed. It's called Where You Been, and if uh, in case it is your first time, that's Rika G over there, a little spunky uh, short-haired bicycle hello girl. There, Rika mate. J, all the way in the UK. Uh, you're right. You're right. You're, You're right. right there. You're right there. And uh, <laughs> my name is JC, and of course, we are hosting this podcast. So we start with Where You Been, where we talk about our own lives, and then we jump into the TTs, or the trending topics for today. And we have three on the agenda. We didn't record last week, so we're going to do a little pahabol, a little catch-up here. I know. Uh, but there's also some recent stuff on the agenda. So what do we have uh, on the list today? So first of all, we're going to talk about the elephant in the room. <laughs> yes. It is a typhoon that's coming in the Philippines, I believe. And I yeah. hope everybody's keeping safe and keeping dry. Uh, I believe when it was outside of the Philippines, it was called Typhoon Mawar. Mm-hmm. But I believe when it when it lands in the Philippines, it's called Typhoon Betty. Okay. Um, yeah. So Typhoon Mawar or Typhoon Betty... Um, it hit the Philippines already. Already, right? yeah. So we're well, just, it's we're just we, I can that. see it here. Uh, we'll talk about yeah. that in a bit. But I hear the lightning. So if you hear any lightning strikes, mm-hmm. uh, that's just the thunder. And if you that's... hear a lightning strike and you don't hear me again, uh, you can, uh, you the know, electricity. Say farewell probably. to me. Uh, no, we're all, <laughs> we're, shut up, bro. <laughs> we're also going to talk about uh, Miss Universe, by the way, Miss Universe oh, Philippines, yes. which took place last week. Uh, of course, we already know the winner. So if you if you've been following, Michelle D took home the prize. But we will talk a little bit about the things that happened during the event, including there were a lot. Uh, yeah, a lot. There was controversies. There was great answers. Uh, mm. Mostly controversies. So we'll talk about that in a bit. <laughs> and, and then uh, um, what's the last thing? The last thing that we're going to talk about is Slater Young. I know we're a little bit later late to the party, but Slater Young. Um, said something on their podcast, and we're just gonna talk about that. I'm sure you guys already know about it, and you guys have probably have um, opinions about it. Mm-hmm. I do too, I guess. Not Same. so strong. Me too. But, not so strong. Yeah, not so strong. But yeah, um, we're gonna talk about that. So I guess we're gonna start with where you been. Where you been? Uh, but before that, just, uh, we also have an odd diva at the end talking about oh, Taylor right, right. Swift <laughs> and uh, some weird things that they're because uh, you know her Look. era's tour right is is going on. Apparently, mm-hmm. tickets are like thousands of dollars now. But there are fans who attended her concert who are selling stuff online from the concert and not just memorabilia. We'll we'll tell you about it, and it is pretty I'm odd. Up, I'm up in defense. My okay. Up, my up. My arms are up. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, like, I kind of get it. So we're gonna talk about that later on. That's kind of interesting too. Indeed, indeed. All right. So let's start with where you be. And I believe you started last week, right? Yes, I did. Okay. So you start this week. I will. And I had a I have a lot to talk about, mm. man. Because last week I did uh, excuse myself from my podcast duties here on the Halal Show. Because uh, we went to Bataan, man. Bataan. North of Metro Manila, just in case you're not good with geography. Uh, But it's about a three-hour drive. You have to take the NLEX to the SE Texas. My main reason for going there was to host an event for SM CyberZone. So SM CyberZone, shout out to them. Because they got me like just before pandemic as their voiceover artist for their YouTube videos. And then it progressed to like live videos. And then this is the first time that I got to host for them in person. And I think I did a fantastic job, friend. 
I they were probably well. like, man, we're stuck with this person. Yeah, man. You know, we made the wrong decision. <laughs> <laughs> no, just kidding. Uh, it was great. But did like, you know I that I... there's like a heavy, like a like a history of the history of Bataan? That, that's yes. Like, like the so the, did you in, in terms go around? Yeah, I yeah, 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 yeah. Mm, uh, so okay. the first day was not really the historical like uh, landmark sightseeing. So first day we got there early. Uh, Marissa and I we went to uh, this place called Mariveles, which is south of Bataan. So mm. the main like area where SM and like near the near the expressway, you have to travel an hour by car south to Mariveles. Uh, we went there to go look for some sights, you know, sightseeing. But I will say this, dude. Bataan needs to up their tourism game, like online or whatever. Mm, like you literally yeah. have to delve deep into like some random blogs of people that you know I've never heard of. Uh, yeah, and I, I even with that said, uh, like I would type in top des- destinations in Mariveles, right? And then when I put it into ways, it would lead me to like the ocean, like mm, <laughs> or like a mm-hmm. gated, like uh, a gated thing where we're not allowed to enter. So it was really tough, but eventually you found a few lookout spots. It's mostly like scenic views, so that's always a good yeah. thing if you're into that. Um, and then I think to really enjoy that part, like the south part, where there are a lot of coves, you have to take a tour. But ang mahal ng tour eh. If we, it was just us two on that day and there was no walk-in, so wala kaming ano, kasabay, it would have been mm. 7,000, I think, per head. So it's pretty, yeah, pretty oh, rough. Oh, so siya, the more you have, yes. the more people you have. Okay. Absolutely, All yeah. Right. So maybe, you know, in, in a future uh, return to Maribelas, that might be something along the way. It's called Five Fingers, like the tour, the Five Fingers Cove. Mm-hmm. Which looks great in pictures online, so I really want to check that out. But Marivelas was all right, and then the second day was the hosting, and the third day is when we did all the historical shit, right? So we went to Mount Binan, which is like a, a really well-known like spot. There's a giant cross up there. They're doing renovations on the cross. I asked a friend who went there a while ago, and apparently the renovations was still going on in 2018. So I don't know if it's like a second set of renovations, but inside the giant cross, there's supposed to be an elevator that you can go up. And check out like the 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 360 panoramic view, but unfortunately they're still doing it. But uh, down below there's like a shrine. Uh, it looks like a mausoleum. I don't know what the right term is. It looks like it, it's like something you would find in like ancient Rome. Like it's a white marble uh, structure, and inside they detail it. It's supposed to give like uh, it's like a memorial for the soldiers that were lost during yeah. World War II, American and Filipino soldiers. And me, who ne- who never took Philippine history, right? I mean, I don't know how familiar you are with uh, World War II Philippine history because uh, you went to school here. But me, I knew z- literally probably zero about it. Like, I, I've heard of the Bataan Death March. Um, so I was able to see, like, markers along the way. But to understand it fully, you know, going to Mount Binan to, to get the little historical backdrop. And then... Um, going down, so it's on the mountain, right? So that was the first top of the day. Great views, by the way. Even if you're not interested in history, it's still worth like going up there to check it out. But if you go down and you look for, uh, you go to another destination, maybe 10 or 15 minutes away, the uh, World War II Museum. That's where I really learned a lot. Like I really oh, kind of. I saw those in your stories. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, I really make it a point that I don't look at your stories, so that <laughs> when I hear the stuff that happened throughout your week, it's fresh, yeah, and I yeah. don't and I don't like zone out and be like, I already saw this. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so, but yeah, I saw those in your stories. Yeah, so there, there's like a marker, like a, a statue there that marks the location where the Americans uh, surrendered to the Japanese because they were overrun. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then inside mm-hmm. the museum, and unfortunately, uh, you wouldn't have seen it anyway on my stories because we're not allowed to take pictures and videos in there. I saw. Mm-hmm. But inside, they detail like the significance of Bataan as like uh, it was like basically it just showed like the Filipinos and the Americans like fought like sh- fought like hell, even despite insurmountable odds. And right. it showed the brutality of the Bataan Death March in like a little. It's like a. They have like not cartoon. I don't think they have statue shit that depict the events. There's a word for that. I completely forgot the term. Um, diorama is that right? I don't know. Dior- like the small ones. Di- yeah, the di- a diorama is a smaller version of things, stuff. Right? Yeah, parang yeah. diorama. Let's just say it was like a diorama that that portrayed stuff that happened during the death march. Right. And like you know how like the conditions were. It was awful, man. Um, 
And then there were some cool artifacts from the times. Like there's a newspaper from World War II, like that era. There's like real newspapers, real weapons, real uh, army outfits. It was really like a, a great lesson, like, you know, lesson to me, uh, being someone who didn't know the history. But also it's just cool to kind of see stuff that, you know, has been uh, preserved for so long, right? I, I mean... I, I know I knock on history a lot. Like, I, history was probably one of my least favorite subjects in school because I'm like, man, it already passed. Like, why do we care about this? Right? No, I'm serious. I hated <laughs> history in school. But it was U.S. history, so maybe I don't care about U.S. history as much. But as somebody who moved to the Philippines because I really wanted to connect with my roots here, my mm-hmm. country. Like, it was really the main one of the main reasons I moved here. I wanted to travel the country, which I plan to do, you know, in the upcoming future. Uh that that to me really was so so important to me to kind of yeah. kind of look at the history of a place that you know I've never been to it's my first time in Bataan and yeah it was it was freaking fantastic man like I really had a good time there although I will say it's not the most uh, sightseeing heavy place uh, it was a learning experience and it was really great, man. So that was my, you know, overall trip in yeah. Bataan. I know I kind of glossed over a lot of stuff. Uh, we did stay at an but, Airbnb. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I mean, but to be fair, just to like, because I just have some thoughts on probably why why you experienced that or whatever. Because mm-hmm. like for me, I do remember like going to Bataan. Yeah, I. it's not. Um, it is a very historical place, you know. Um, but I feel like yung access nam and the access that we got to Bataan was through like field trips, mm. through like tourism offices and stuff like that. So I kind of do agree that if if it's it's gonna help them to like up their game, you know, especially their online presence. Yeah. And diba? I think because so. it's such a beautiful place and not just um not just because for me ako the only place that I've been there to was oh gosh I don't even remember what it's called basta yung merong mga missiles yung merong mga parang mga war um baka mga binan because like, they had like cannons and and stuff yeah there. cannons and every missile yeah. But like, yeah, but like cannons and everything. But yeah, so probably that was the place that we went to. And um, honestly, if you do plan to go back, I suggest that you take the ferry. Yeah. Yeah, that's what we did. Did did you do that or did you drive all the way there? Uh, just driving, and I think mm. that's what I was saying earlier. Like the tw- that's the reason why I want to go on the tour next time because a lot of the stuff is like waterside, and we don't yes. really have access to that via via coche, right? So yes, uh, I think so, so. Actually, I think what you do is you drive to the port to Batangas, I believe, mm-hmm. and then. Um and then yun or sa Manila lang ata port ng Manila and then Maybe. you take the ferry and it's so nice mm-hmm. I remember taking that trip with my family yeah but yeah all right, so I will look out for that. And you know what I was thinking? Maybe I should. Maybe I could start like a website like that, like a Philippine whatever. Right? To, like I, I don't know. I just you just gave me the the bright idea. Like maybe man, that might be a thing that I could conceptualize. Uh, other than that, man, I stared at st- we stayed at an Airbnb. Uh, it was a, it was a great Airbnb, but and I I was I messaged Rika about this. Uh, well, not directly about this, but there are a fucking an army of frogs there, bro. <laughs> Your enemy. <laughs> My Your worst number one enemy. enemy. Number one undesirable. The only <laughs> thing that I would not do anything with for money. Like literally, you know how some mm. people say, what would you do for a billion dollars? I would literally do almost anything. But if you if you throw a frog in there, it's game over, man. Just let me be poor. I feel like but, it would be different if the money was in front of you. No, nope, nope, yeah, no, that's my thing. Like I physically freeze up, man. I cannot move. Like I, when I see a frog... Like, I, I feel like I am having a mini anxiety attack. That's it. Your weakness. Yeah, man. Because they jump in different directions every time they move. Like, you can't, you don't know what they're thinking. I hate that. <laughs> I fucking, I hate it, man. They could not be looking at you. And then, like, one second later, they're jumping towards you. It's the worst feeling in the world. But it's a great I Airbnb, imagine, right? Imagine, <laughs> Dude, she's protecting me, bruh. <laughs> she was protecting me, bro. Lucky, lucky. Oh, I was like, like, come on, please. Get out of it. Get out of it. Dude, I was about to sleep in the car, man. We we came home like from the hosting, 
and I saw a frog Why? like by was the front. Why was it because it wasn't inside your room? No, no, no. Was it was it, it was outside? just outside, like from the parking area, walking to the room. It. Dude, I saw it in the middle, like guarding the fucking Airbnb, <laughs> like a king frog, like defenseman. And I, I said, I'm gonna go sleep in the car, like that. I literally, oh yeah, you know, until it popped away. I was like, oh my god. Uh, but other than that, man, things to watch: uh, Fast and the Furious X Family. <laughs> you know we love that shit, man. The, it's 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 still crazy. It's still a crazy. Like it's just as crazy as the last maybe three, where they defy all laws of physics uh, and the gravity. Best. It's the best then. It is freaking great. Uh, Jason Momoa is a fantastic villain in addition to the cast. He's the best villain in the Fast and the Furious franchise ever, I would say. So just worth it alone just to watch it. But also note to anyone who, like me, didn't know, it's part one of like two or maybe even three. Like So they split the movie, kind of like Infinity War and Avengers. So mabibitin ka. Mabibitin ka. Yeah, mabibitin ka. Other than that, what else? I mean... Uh, Ted Lasso, I know you haven't watched it yet, Rika G, because I know when you watch it, you're going to tell me. Right? Oh, yeah. I, I, I know sure. when you watch because I every time I recommend this show, right, the, once they watch it, they come back to me and say, I don't know why I waited so long. I don't know. <laughs> I'm serious. This show is like, I'm sure, I'm sure I'm it's gonna, a one life of these days. changing show. And I don't mean that in a like a I'm not being uh, what's the word like over patronizing. No, not oh. patronizing. What's the word when you're like. I really mean what I say. I'm not kind of over-exaggerating. Okay. There's a word for that. But anyway, it really is – it changes your perspective on life, on love, on friendship, on teamwork, on, on you know, just being a good person. It is a game changer. It's one of those things like the movie. Some Sometimes movies resonate with people. This is probably one of maybe a three or four shows, maybe including The Good Place, uh, that has kind of – Change my outlook on life, so I highly recommend it. Good place I watch. Yeah, uh, some but good place, was, but it's a good place a little goofier though. Yeah, but the thing is, like with a good place, for some reason I stopped. Maybe because it got a little heavy. complicated or heavy. Or a little. It, yeah. it, it is a pretty yeah. heavy, heavy in some parts, especially when they go down to like the bad place, and then mm-hmm. you think about that existential crisis shit. Um, but yeah, it's along those same lines. So if you if, but I think it's a little bit lighter. Because there's there's more comedy in this one, um, and it's more grounded in reality versus the Good Place. Um, okay, but yeah, I mean, uh, I had an audition also after you know, so Ted Lasso, go watch that shit. Because oh, oh just to just to kind of convince you, there's they're supposedly ending the show next week. It's the last episode of the series, not the season, the series. So, and Apple Plus has a seven day free trial. So. If you can really binge so watch it. the whole three seasons <laughs> in a day and a half, maybe most of you will watch it in a day. I guarantee it. But over the course of seven days, you can get it done easy. So now is your so chance. Why do you think supposedly they're when, going to end it? You're not. Convinced. Oh, because they haven't really announced it. But based on the storylines in the third season, it looks like they're going to wrap it up because I don't see any way mm-hmm. moving forward how they could make a season four without it you know i don't want to spoil anything but without it kind of being a different show completely right Uh, but they might have a spinoff i feel like that's the way they might go but for ted lasso and his story and the story of you know ted lasso uh i think it's gonna end next week so go check that out and the only thing that i have left on my where you being is i had an audition and i hosted a workshop rika g i don't know if i told you i didn't post it on stories (laughs) But I hosted a <laughs> workshop for uh, Q Radio student jocks, man. Real oh, talk. Wow. Yeah, I hosted a workshop. I have another one this weekend. And I, I the first workshop, which was last Sunday, it was about, you know, finding your voice on air and on radio. And I think, friend, I could be a great workshop guy. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, I gave out pencils and paper and the exercises i did were interactive i didn't do any slideshows that were boring like i didn't post i didn't use any screens like nothing wrong with using screens but i always find doing things hands-on for me is is like more effective um and i think i did a fantastic job man i know it's like humble brag but it was so fun because i was able to impart what i'm truly passionate about which is you know telling stories and finding who you really yeah. are and and I think it was just so much fun to see kids learn from me who you can see that they're passionate about also doing something like what we do 
And yeah. it was it was And you great. were there at I, one point. I was you were in their shoes. Absolutely. Yeah, and you understand. And I wish that somebody had told me or taught me what I taught them. I, I, mm-hmm. I mean, in, in, in a sense, you know, I mean, I, I'm sure someone else could have done it better than me. But I, you know, it was cool that I could be that, you know, that big brother, <laughs> kuya shit, Copy. right? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Just <laughs> the, controlling a house yeah, man. with hidden cameras. <laughs> yep, yep, pretty much. Like, I wish I could have been that guy watching over somebody. I wish I had somebody watching over me. And I felt but like I was that, able to do that's that. That's nice also. That must seem nice and that must feel nice on your part as well because you know that they're there for that purpose, mm-hmm. right? Like yep. they're not being forced to do it. It's not a class. Nobody's graded or whatever. No. Nope. Like you know that there's this energy that whatever you you tell them or you give them, you will get it back. Mm-hmm. You know, because, you know, that was my fear before when like teaching in a class or like when people ask me to speak in a class or whatever, because I know that they're probably not interested in radio or audio or or this career mm-hmm. and they're just going to for the grade. You know, yeah, for the grade or they're just going to be there just for for that reason. So that was my fear before. But in this case, they're there for that reason. Because yeah. they want to learn, you know, the ropes on mm-hmm. radio. That's yeah. pretty cool. And they're a great group of kids, man. I fucking sound like an old man. Oh, my God. They're such a great group of kids, Grabe man. That, they're like, what, 10 years younger than <laughs> nah, I know, but, you know, I'm like, fuck. I was, I mean, I've never said that phrase ever <laughs> in my life. <laughs> they're a great group Look, of kids, You just, just got to acknowledge it, man. Yeah. You got to acknowledge it. Yeah. That's it. They're and a I, great I, group of kids. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then I rode that, uh, you know, that high because I really felt like a high after doing it because I it, it felt so good to kind of do that. Mm-hmm. And I rode that high into an audition that I had over the weekend or over this past Monday for uh, it's like an esports thing, but they're making a new show. And I'm really passionate about this. Like they're going to talk about if I get it right, uh, like social issues, mental health, but they're incorporating video games, which you already know I love. And uh, I think I did a great job, man, like on that, too, because I feel like even though I taught the workshop, I feel like I still learn for myself. I don't know if that makes sense. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I was really I I felt like I really brought out who I am as a person, Mm -hmm. because that's something that I taught the workshop kids. Uh, And I'm not sure if you can share this uh, experience, but when I first went on air, I was, you know, when I was thinking about how I wanted to sound and how I wanted to be on air, I wasn't thinking about who I was. I was thinking about, you know, other people, like who's good at this. Maybe I should sound like them. Maybe should I, maybe I should right. talk like this. Maybe I should be like that. And then only when I realized that there's no one cooler than you, like in terms of like how you portray yourself on air, like you can't mm-hmm. be anyone else but yourself. And I don't know if you had something similar like along the way. I'm sure you did. Do you have any like yeah. input on that? Yeah, because um, if you think about it, when you start thinking about oh, what will other people th- or what will other people think that's cool, and you start imitating other people, you will kind of blend into the background. Mm. When if you focus on yourself and what you like, that's actually parang yun yung sinasabi sa before in RX na parang you know we're there for your personality. Mm-hmm. That's yep. uniquely you. And that's how you will stand out instead mm-hmm. of... But I kind of get it, especially when you're, you know, you're new in the industry, you're young, you're trying to grasp at straws, kind yeah. of like, oh, what worked before? And that's what you're going to, you know, hold close to your heart and mm-hmm. be like, well, this worked before, you know, acting stupid or acting, you know, like a jarhead or whatever. Right. So, um, and then you realize that that's not you. Because honestly, honestly, um, you know, like you said, like I've been there multiple times. The parang who who do I want to be on air? Mm. And then you you quickly, I mean, like I realized only like years after that, just you know, you what yeah. you, people like you, you are, for how you, people like how you, you, you are in closed doors. Mm-hmm. Honestly, yeah. yeah, that's what it is. But to be fair, there's also that fear mm-hmm. that immense fear that people are just going to judge you for that or you know you know what i mean um but yeah i totally agree with you yeah but at the end of the day the way i I, even i told them like if people like you or don't like Mm -hmm. you like you i would rather be liked for being me 
And if you dislike me for being me, then I'm not, you're not my audience anymore. Right? Yeah, true. You know, like true, you just, true. you live mm-hmm. and die as yourself. And there's nothing and plus, wrong with that. Yeah. And plus, if you think about it, you were chosen to be in this program. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, but yeah. might as well, might as well try it out, right? Try 100%. out whatever works for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was my week, man. I know it's pretty loaded, uh, but Finn, how about you, friend? What's new uh, in the last? Uh, oh I gosh, guess two weeks? the last two weeks. Well, honestly, last week was just me in front of my computer because there were deadlines left and right for my master's course. Um, thankfully I, um, already submitted everything, although I had to like double check everything and you know me, like I get stressed out even if, let's say, even if I already submitted everything, I get Mm. stressed out by that idea. So I double check everything and I just can't kind of like, I just can't, um, celebrate the Mm. fact that, oh, I'm done with it. And I don't know if you have that problem too. Like (laughs) I have a hard time celebrating, that those little things okay and yeah so you know how sometimes let's say you get accepted uh, at a job that you really like yeah i would get really stressed i would be like oh no what if i fail oh no what if this happens or what if they don't like me in the office or whatever instead of just celebrating Mm. so please someone tell me how i can get rid of that because (laughs) i don't want to spoil the happy things that's happening in my life yeah you know, um, so anyway, that happened. Uh, I actually went out with a couple of friends um, on Saturday because it was my friend's Charlotte. Name drop, birthday. Charlotte. She's a real person. I saw the pictures, she's man. A, see, Can't fool told me now. You she's I saw the real. pictures. She has an Instagram <laughs> yeah, she does. account and she everything does. <laughs> verified by me. <laughs> but yeah, it was her birthday. Uh, we went out to a pub. Uh, which is pretty cool because it's nice. The weather is nice now here. It's get dark. It gets dark at um, around nine p.m. Mm-hmm. So at eight p.m. there's still sun. Literally, you don't know how to. You won't know how to process it. So we were at the pub. We were drinking beers, and somebody brought cake. We lit candles, and then after that, we went to this. Um, I don't know what you call it, an events place, a club or whatever. It's called the Jam Jar. And they play, yeah, they play alternative music. So instead of like going to a club where they play like Ariana Grande, Nelly and stuff like that, they play like alternative music. Um, I don't know how to, to call it, like indie folk Kind of thing. Oh shit! The hardest to define genres. I know. What's adult contemporary? Contemporary alternative indie folk. I think that's that's it. Okay. Let's boil it down to that. (laughs) And then, so I I wouldn't necessarily say that it's like something that I would gravitate to, but it was really nice to um to experience that type of like quote unquote club. Um, but I guess it was just an events place because they had like people selling their own craft beer and people like doing like graffitis of your name and stuff like that. So it was mm-hmm. really fun. We ended up going home at 1.30 or 2 a.m., which was the latest that I'm out here in Bristol because I usually leave at around, like I usually go home at around 11 whenever I go out because, you know, I don't really know the place that much yet mm-hmm. and I want to be safe and everything. Um, but yeah, I went home at like 2, I slept at 3, and I'm like, wow, this is like the latest, one of the latest Look at you, you animal. Times. You're an animal. I know. Huh? Party animal <laughs> at the jam jar. Um, so that was really fun. The next day was also really nice. The weather um, was sunny. So my friend, that again, it was Charlotte's birthday that day on a Sunday. And I invited her to just have a little coffee in the park near me. They have this little coffee cart there. And there were dogs and kids and people playing. Like Because the sun is out, uh, people were like topless. They were sunbathing in Ooh. the middle of the freaking park hey take me yeah there, man. that's what happens yeah bro that was that's what happens here and even if the sun is shining the wind was still cold so it was really nice um so monday came we had oh i was supposed to start my work placement slash internship and i don't know how to say it because in the philippines we call it internship okay but here um so i had my work placement but they canceled so i honestly don't remember what i did i think i did like two loads of laundry oop 
my, that was my phone. Mm-hmm. I did two loads of laundry. I worked out. And then the next day we had um, a class, a check-in in uni. Wow, in uni. Um, <laughs> and then we then started officially the work placement. So now I'm doing my work placement in a community radio station here in Bristol, which is, that is one pretty in cool. Your story? Is that the one in your story? Yes. Oh, wow. So the one That's that cool. in, it's in my stories, it's called Ujima Radio and they're pretty chill. Met the station manager. She was pretty chill. Um, gave us a tour around the whole station and I was like, yeah, this is my vibe, mm. you know? I, I know this feeling of yeah, being in a radio station, like how people work around it. So that was pretty cool. Um, actually, yesterday, which was this is going to be my last thing that I'm going to tell you. I had an interview with um, one of my main interviewees or one of my main guests for that big documentary that I'm doing for this master's course. Um, so it's a documentary that's 30 minutes long and it's supposed to be about this like topic that you care about. So um, I was pretty nervous yesterday because, you know, they drove down to my campus and I didn't want them to like waste their time. So I got so anxious about it. Um, But it went well. We had like a whole studio room all to ourselves. I gave them coffee, paid for their parking and everything. Because you know how it's like when you have a, a, a whole team behind you when you're doing let's say a podcast or whatever you would have people you know doing all that Mm -hmm. you know checking the mics checking the levels checking if they have coffee or food or whatever damn but yesterday that was all me man that was all me and every single step i would have to like remind them that i'm so sorry i have to you know go out and get your coffee but Uh i'll be back you know because it's just me and this team of one yeah (laughs) but they were very they were a father-daughter duo, and they're very good. They're very nice to talk to. They're funny. They're, you know, they have such a big personality, and I think I got lucky with this this interview. And I don't know how, I don't know if you get the feeling of contacting a random stranger, asking them if they want to, you know, go in front of a mic and tell <laughs> their story. And for me, it is the most nerve-wracking thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know how journalists do it yeah. and be like, hey, what's up? I need you to go in front of the camera <laughs> and be vulnerable. And just right? talk. <laughs> and be vulnerable. Just talk. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's just so nerve-wracking. So, that happened yesterday, and I feel like that was a big win for me. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna enjoy it. Okay, Hell yeah, man. I'm gonna try to enjoy it. Yeah. Um, and now, now you week, can work on the levels for the Hala Hala show. I know. And stuff, right? The levels. <laughs> you know how to do is it, it now. Is it still going? Man. Is my recording still going? It's okay, still go. going, man. Okay. <laughs> it's still going. Um. Anyway, I did watch all the seven Harry Potter seven eight eight. You watched all of them. Eight, all of the eight movies this week. <laughs> what? what? That's crazy. Just, it's crazy, man. That's crazy, and bro. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Like every single time I have like a question, because I've watched before loads of times, mm. and I'm a fan of the movies. I haven't watched. I haven't read the books, and don't come for me. Um, but I love the movies, and uh, I feel like this time around, when I watch all the eight movies, I was just looking for things that I missed. So every single time, I I question something i pause and then i go on google so now i'm on my google history search and i have here like why did harry drop the stone before voldemort killed him <laughs> and then how did harry get the resurrection stone and who originally owned the elder one and oh, everything like literally that shit still everything. confuses me the the deathly hallow stuff i still get confused yeah, dude, by that i shit. had to search it again this this time around when i watched it the deathly hallows i was literally on the lookout for stuff that i don't understand and one of them was the deathly hallows mm-hmm. so i now understand it because if you all have three you're the master of death and you don't die Damn. you cheat death that's i believe that's why voldemort, voldemort wants three it. of them okay yeah <laughs> But at one point, okay, I'm getting it. I'm getting (laughs) into it too much. Yeah. But like at one point, um, Dumbledore had three of them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The invisibility cloak, the wand, and the whatever the other one was, right? And the stone. The stone. Yeah. 
Damn. Yeah, what were you going to say? No, look at you. You're like a little Harry Potter uh, like historian I know. now, huh? I know. Um, so, yeah, I watch all the eight movies and my Google search is just filled with Harry Potter questions. Um, so that was really fun. And I know I'm going to do it again. Next time you do that, you got to play again. a Harry Potter drinking game, man. Like every time oh, someone whips damn. out a wand or I don't know, oh, like damn. every time Hermione says some snarky, like smart ass comment, you know that will be fucking lit. Oh, yeah. Oh, gosh. The best part was um, when Ron came back from being gone, you know, being mad or whatever. Mm. And then Her- Hermione was really mad at him. And Ron was trying to win her back or whatever. That was like one of the funniest like scenes for me mm. and then on tiktok a lot of people have been like making fun of voldemort and how he laughs because okay. there's like this wait now there's this one um there's this one scene when harry was dead um hagrid was carrying him and then voldemort kind of just laughed like this like hey, hey, or something <laughs> <laughs> my favorite is bro as in like okay. um and then I found this, okay, last Harry Potter thing. Right. I found this one guy on TikTok who had like a mashup of a song and a Harry Potter song. Mm. And this is, wait, let me show, wait, let me, let, I don't know if this is allowed, but All it's right. on TikTok. Nah, pull it up. Okay. Are you ready? All right. Here. <laughs> I can't hear it. You can't? You can't hear it? Is it on your end? I'll hear it later. <laughs> oh, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, it's like the video is um, captioned POV at a wedding and the bride and groom like Harry Potter. And then he mashed up a song with like a song from Harry Potter, like that one from Goblet of Fire. Okay. Anyway, I'm going to okay. send you this one. All right. Um. <laughs> So I hope you guys thoroughly enjoy that. Yeah. And Finn. Finn. All right. Let's whoop out to the first TT. We're talking about Typhoon Mawar, or it will now be named Typhoon Betty once it makes its way into the Philippines. Uh, so it is the Pagase is saying that Mawar or Betty may re-intensify into a super typhoon, Rika G. Have you seen the videos of the oh, typhoon wow. uh, Typhoon Mawar hitting Guam? It is in Guam, wild. yes. Yeah, wild. it's wild. Yeah, it's 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 pretty destructive, and hopefully uh, we can withstand the forces. But can you hear that? I don't know if you can hear that. <laughs> yeah, I heard yeah, it. I right? heard it. It's crazy. Yeah. I mean, it's already you can already feel the effects of it here in Metro Manila. Uh, the thunder and lightning is 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 so insane. But they're saying that the cyclone is currently packing winds, at least uh, when it reached Guam, of up to mm-hmm. 185 kilometers per hour near the center and gusts of wind up to 320 kph. I don't know what kph stands for, uh, but I'm guessing kilometers it's Kilometers like per hour. No, KM. And KMH yun. Oh, I don't know. Galit na siya, no? Mawar, because we don't know that. <laughs> KPH. Yeah. But it's set to make fall, like you said earlier on the pod, uh, Saturday or Sunday when we will really feel the effects of it. And because of this, a lot of things are getting moved around, canceled. I actually lost out, not lost out, but they had to move a hosting that I have tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. And unfortunately, the date that they moved it to, I have a conflict with. So I, uh, I was, not, I'm not able to do that hosting because that's how intense this uh, storm or this typhoon yeah. is set to be. Uh, so, you, like, if you don't have to go out, please don't go out. Yeah. Keep indeed. safe in, in your homes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I mean, that that's just a little bit of an update. I feel like it's important to talk about. Yeah, but you you were here, right, when the typhoon, like the bigger, like the big typhoons were here. Ondoy and whatnot. You were living here, right? Because I never have yeah. felt All of the, the typhoons super, before of 2022 <laughs> or 2023. <laughs> I experienced all of it. All of them, yeah. <laughs> uh, but I've never really... Uh, kind of felt the the huge force of one, and hopefully it doesn't reach here. But can you just tell real quick what it's like, how scary it is, like to really be, you know, knee or like waist high water, like to see that. I've never seen that in person, and I yeah. don't ever want to. But it must be so I've, scary. 
I've actually I've never experienced where the water was like waist deep, but I know in Ryan's area in Antipolo they do get floods a lot, and even just like light rain sometimes they get floods. And what would they what they would do is obviously they already have like a and this happens in a lot of households they already have like this routine where they know if it's gonna flood they're gonna. They're going to put the TVs on top of the cabinets, everything that's like plugged, they need to unplug mm-hmm. all of. And if you think about it, like your rugs, your couches or whatever, they're all gone. They're all like, even if it stays there, they're all soaked. So you need to get rid of them. So that's what usually happens. And can you imagine those people who don't have a second floor in their house and they don't know where to go except on top of their house. And that's what usually happens. And hopefully, hopefully it doesn't happen this time around. And please, everyone, please keep safe. And um, I I hope we had the, I hope we have the, the numbers that people can call if they need help. I, I didn't yeah, pull I, it up. I don't yeah. have it up, but we'll, we'll include it in the podcast description. How about that, mm-hmm. right? So uh, if you yeah, if you can call those no- if you need to call those numbers uh, and you happen to be able to listen to this podcast while you know things are rough, uh, you can use those numbers to help out or to you know if you need help, maybe call those as well. Uh, but yeah, I mean you can hear it in the background. It's a paid actor, right? Mawar right here is with the it freaking is, sound is. effects. Uh, shall we wapow to the next uh, TT? Wapow, Miss Universe Philippines. Yeah. Uh, First and foremost, congratulations to the newest Miss Universe Philippines, uh, Michelle Marquez D uh, from Makati, representing Makati. Uh, She won uh, the whole thing. She was, I thought, uh, very good in the Q&A. I don't know if you got to catch any of that or if you saw clips of it. Uh, She was asked uh, two questions. The first was about income inequality in the Philippines and how they could maybe close that gap. And then all the final five had to answer the same second question, which was, uh, we give the world our best for you. What is the best that we could offer to the rest of the world? And why do you consider it so? So we're not going to delve into the answers of all the five top five. But I thought Michelle did a, did a fantastic job on the Q&A. Did you watch mm. any of the answers from any of the top five? I did not watch it, but I saw some like tweets and stuff like that. Right. And I think one of the issues that I saw, like one of the answers that I saw on Twitter that people tweeted and they had an issue with it was um, transgender women in sports, in women's sports. Yes, that, that, that was, was a, uh, answered by Baguio. I yes, that was a, a whole issue on Twitter that I, I I don't think I had the mental capacity to read right, right. <laughs> to dive into. Yeah, but the the most notable thing that I actually came across on different stories of like Instagram stories of people was the technical difficulties. Oh, definitely. That they had to like step back and turn around instead of the top ten. It went back to top eighteen. Yeah. So what happened yeah. there? SGV, which is the uh, official auditing partner of Miss Universe Philippines, or maybe just Miss Universe. I'm not sure if it's just Miss Universe Philippines mm-hmm. or the whole Miss Universe thing. They released a statement uh, just actually uh, earlier this week. I think it was on uh, Tuesday. So they said, here's the quote, in the selection of the top 10 finalists, a technical issue occurred that affected the tabulation of the judges' scores. Uh, The issue was immediately detected, and upon detection, they implemented a contingency plan to manually validate the results. So So that's why they had, so the top 10 went back to the top 18. So all the top 18 were allowed to participate in the evening gown in an effort to make the top five. Right. Um, and I guess the, I mean, it's a huge impact because one of the contestants, uh, see Angelique Manto, who I actually uh-huh. was in the mixed VJ search within 2017 small world, believe it or not. So we knew, we yeah. know each other. Uh, she didn't make the top 10 initially, but she was selected to make the top five. So that was a huge thing because everyone in the top 10, all the other four from the top five were already in the initial top 10 announced. Uh, mm-hmm. but I mean, if you think about that, because of that tabulation error, uh, although it, I think it's the right thing to do because they did make a mistake, uh, the people in the top 10, I'm sure the six that didn't make it from the top 10 initial uh, must have been upset or like, you know, they, they in essence, they were fighting over more spot. They were fighting more contestants for the, the top five spots is how I see right. it. Um, 
Yeah, so that I mean that was one of the main issues. Uh, if you watch the whole thing, there were so many breaks. Like you were wondering what was going on, what was taking mm-hmm. so long. It went on until like oh, midnight, friend. I mean. Here's the thing. We know because we work at events. And yeah. although it's not as this big of an event, we know that if there's technical difficulty, even if what you see on stage is like calm, collected, what happens backstage with everybody is just chaos. And and I can only imagine what's happening, like who's shouting at who yeah. at that point. It was <laughs> Oh my. It looked chaotic. So this I, means yeah. this means that the top eighteen was was fighting for the top five spots. So, mas yes. madaming tao. Mas madami, oh, yeah. oh, I get it. I get the the uproar. Hell yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, oh, wow. if, if there was a tabulation error, the correct thing to do would to be, I mean, the ideal thing to do would be to get the right to top back. 10 in there instead yeah. of adding eight more people to compete against. Because if you made the top 10 initially, you're like, that's not really fair. I already made the top 10. Right. So why would I have to compete with more contestants? And eventually, like, uh, as I said, Angelique from Pampanga made the top five, whether if she was already supposed to be in the top 10, then that's fair. That that makes sense. But at the same time, you you are adding more more people to to, I guess, fight against. I mean, it's not really a fight, but you're adding more people who can take your spot from you. So, exactly. yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the whole thing, I mean, like if you saw people talking about it online, the production was very, it seemed amateur at some points. And mm-hmm. uh, the hosts of the day, uh, on the day, Sian Lim, and I think Alden was there as well, right? Uh, but there was an issue with like the teleprompter, you know, very, right. very, uh, I would say, uh, beginner mistakes that should not happen on an event of this scale. Because Miss Universe, as they say, is the... Super Bowl of the Philippines for, you know, it's one <laughs> it of the is. biggest events it is. watched by hundreds of thousands of people on Facebook, on YouTube. So for they need to step up in all aspects. But at the end of the day, Michelle D won. And even then, even there, there was controversy. People were saying, and I thought Miss Bohol was going to win. Uh, mm-hmm. But based on uh, the Q&A and everything, I think she, I mean, congratulations to her. And I don't think she didn't deserve to win. And I, that's what I feel like is an issue with what people are saying online, that she shouldn't have won. Uh, there's people saying that there is uh, elements of uh, nepotism because she knows like people in the pageant, whatever. I don't even know the whole story right, behind it. Right. But can we just be happy about and for that's her? The thing to say. <laughs> right? Yeah, and that's the thing. Whenever these discre- discrepancies happen and technical issues, biglang, people can actually have something to blame. And people can actually like bring these things up. Na parang there's nepotism, there's cheating or whatever, um, because these things happen. Can you imagine like a smooth, you know, calm um, event? But I mean, like, I mean, like we said, it is a big thing in the Philippines. Yes. And a lot of people have a lot of things to say about yeah. it. Every single year, right. there will always be an issue. And I don't know if it's like, obviously, I mean, like, it is important for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So. But why? Um, <laughs> I mean, I, I'm not hating <laughs> no, on but them, but, but why? Like, <laughs> I mean. This is not like, I mean, it's great that if we win, like we showcase the Philippines, but I mean, what really impact does it have other than like we are the like the most beautiful slash whatever intelligent Mm -hmm. country in for this year? Actually, there's deeper stuff, right? There's deeper stuff. Like you said, no hate on it. It's just that, yeah, if you look at the bigger picture, what does it do for the Philippines? Because it doesn't really... I mean, like, year every single year, yes, we are in the Miss Universe and stuff like that. And we do, it's such a big platform, but it doesn't really make a difference. No, like, because the you way know, I in, see like, it. People's lives. Yeah, you know, exactly. People are still struggling every single day. The transport system is still trash. Mm. You know, the roads going into different, like, provinces and everything, they're still. You know what? What's happening? Diba? Like I'm but glad I'm... that they get to share their platforms on a big stage. But think about the Miss Universes that won in the past. What have you learned from them? I haven't le- like unless it's Miss Philippines who wins. 
Do you think the Filipinos here follow the advocacies and the stories of the Miss Universe from another country? Mm-hmm. I maybe a few. I'm not saying I don't want to, you know, alienate people who do that, but I highly doubt that we know what I don't even remember who won Miss Universe last year, but did you follow what she did in this year as her, as her and during her reign? Most of you'll probably yeah. say no if you be honest with yourself. And I'm not mm-hmm. hating on it. I'm just saying that there's there's it's not the end all, right? We shouldn't it take it as seriously. Some people take it way too serious uh, mm-hmm. for something that doesn't impact as much as I would like it to impact. It doesn't really impact that much. I feel that. That's my personal thoughts. All right, you can bash True. me all you want. Mo, That's how I feel. Honestly, like for me, there are some times wherein I doubt these things. That's like big. That's happening in the entertainment world in the Philippines. I kind of like always take a take a step back and think that are we just distracting ourselves from the actual issues that we need to be up in arms for? You know? Yeah. 100%. Right? Are we just getting distracted with everything, with all of these, you know, like issues, like love themes and movies and everything? When do are people forgetting na parang the real things, the real the issues, real things? Exactly. People are more outspoken about these things, these these like you know these issues that you mentioned, Miss Universe, love teams. People are more outspoken and passionate about that than mm-hmm. talking about what happens in real life. You, <laughs> you know. Freaking ex ni Moira de la Torre. Dude, I mean, I come on, bro. I don't freaking care, bro. Okay, he posted a story, no, but bro. Here's the thing. Here's the thing, okay? We're not hating on anybody specifically. We're not hating on you because, to be honest, tayo din, diba? yeah, we, we get do that. caught That's up. what we do. We, we, do, we, we talk about that shit on the podcast. These things. Yeah. I, honestly, I don't know where it boils down. I don't know if it's like a systemic thing, if it's a culture thing or whatever. It's just that, oh, oh, no, mamisa na oh, no, all the times that I was caught up in all of these issues in the entertainment world, I just forget what's happening like in politics, in the government, and health care, things that affect us personally and individually. Yeah. How come wala akong pakena na ang hirap kumuha ng PhilHealth? Yeah. Bakit wala akong pake na ang dami pa ding fixer pagdating sa uh, government ng driver's license yes, yes. or ng government license or whatever? How come I don't care about those things but I care so much sa ex ni Moira, Moira de la Torre? <laughs> Yung para minsan mapapaisip ka din eh. You kind of have to take a step back. Yeah. Diba? So, and I guess the bottom line is just maybe uh, open up your eyes to other things and you still enjoy the entertainment slash ex Moira slash Philippine Miss Universe. You can do all of that, uh, but maybe give a little more room to the other things that matter. That really matters. Me too. All right. Shall we wapow to our final TT? Wapow. Okay. We're talking Slater Young. Uh, Slater Young oh, and, oh, uh, wow. you know, husband of Chris Uy. And uh, let's just talk real quick. You've probably heard the issue, okay. but basically on their podcast, which has now uh, been deleted uh, from their, you know, from their podcast page and from their YouTube page, uh, there was a listener on the podcast who asked them a question, or actually not asked for a question, asked for advice. Uh, yeah. About, so they sent a letter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They sent a letter. Basically, they the, the letter said something along the lines of, so she's a woman and her husband uh was kind of it was about like fantasizing about other women is it normal is it something that that people do and Mm -hmm. uh slater's response to that was that it was which drew a lot of uh you know uh backlash was he said it's Mm -hmm. very very normal for men to do so adding Mm -hmm. it's just a matter of fact that there are many other women more attractive or just as attractive uh and then talking and then he went on to talk about like let's say you're part of a group chat, and then mm-hmm. if if there are guys in there who are single who post you know uh, hot babes or what now obviously not verbatim but this is kind of the gist of it. Uh, he said like sakyan mo lang wala naman hindi mo naman gusto talaga. Uh, like he's talking on right. behalf of himself, so saying like even though he sees these things, he's like ah oh, whatever, uh, it's okay, yeah. and, and and people I gave think... him a lot of shit for that. What are your thoughts? Yeah. And actually, he did post an apology video. They went on the podcast again, and they had an apology. He says that it's been an eye-opening few days, obviously, when that that thing happened. And and they did boil down that the problem was him saying that it's normal. 
Yeah. Because for me, in my opinion, it doesn't mean that something is happening all the time. Doesn't mean it's supposed to. You know, yeah, nangyari siya, you know, like people send photos of, you know, um, women all the time. It happens, but it's not supposed to happen. It's not to, you know, you know what I mean? Yes. And the fact that he said that it's normal, it's nothing when, okay, fine, maybe like not all the time it ruins people's lives, but sometimes it does. It does. Yeah, it could. Right? It, could. it does. It could. Yung parang you talk about these women like they're objects. And we've seen it before. Yung anak, yung anak before ni like, um, ni Sunshine Cruz. Sunshine Cruz, yeah. Remember? Yeah, You I know, like that. her classmates talking about her and the mother like they're just nothing. Mm-hmm. Like they're just like, oh, alam mo, or something. Sorry for the term, but. No, I get it. I get diba? it. Ganon. Yeah. Um, so, and I feel like maybe one of the reasons why you know, people are also so open to saying that is because they don't experience it firsthand. And if you think about it, if I were in that situation and I feel like I have been in similar situations, not exactly this one that, you know, people send my photo or whatever. Yeah. Kasi, send kundi photo ng aso or something. Yeah. yeah <laughs> anyway, right. um, but I've been in similar situations where I felt like Ito ba yung tingin mo sa akin that I am just this? Mm. Na hanggang dito lang ba yung tingin mo sa akin na hanggang, you know, katawan lang. Ito lang, katawan lang ako or ito lang ako. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. that's, and it hurts. You know, it hurts. It makes you think about stuff about your life, about yourself. Yeah. Um, we discussed so, this one time. Remember, we were going through your IG and I was like, look mm-hmm. at all the photos where you post like, you know, with a bikini or something yeah. and look at the number of shares and saves it has exactly. versus a photo of you wearing, you know, if you're more covered up in a sense uh, mm. and how many shares and saves that gets. And the difference is night and day, right? It's night and day, yeah. which means it it's something that happens all the time. Uh, and although I, in an ideal world, it, it, sh- it would be nice if that didn't happen. Uh, I guess the question to ask here is, how villainous is it to do it? Because the, from mm-hmm. the way Slater posted, and I, you know, there, and I, I don't know if I'm going to get bashed for this. There's, I also think, like for example, when we talk about, I'm sure there are group chats of, let's say, all women who post maybe mm-hmm. their celebrity crushes, and I'm sure somewhere in the history of planet Earth right now, someone mm-hmm. has a, a certain line that might be like, "I want Channing Tatum, I want to sit on Channing Tatum's face," something right. like that, something sexual. That yeah. I'm sure has been sent by a woman to another woman in a group chat. I, I don't want to mm-hmm. generalize, but I feel like that's something, you know, just, just to kind of get away from the double standard there. It's something that ha- happens as well. Yeah, um, of course. And, and you know, these women, sometimes they might be married. They might have kids. Uh, is it wrong to fantasize about a celebrity? I guess that's another question that you can bring up. We don't have time to kind of delve into all these things. So based on what Slater said, I kind of got where he was coming from, but the way that he phrased it was also super, it made it seem like it's inevitable, which I think yeah. is the the thing that really is the, the wrong part of that. And, and I think there's also a part there where, because this person sent a letter from them, you know, I have a problem. And yes, what that's I exactly what it kind is. Kind of like... Um, not giving what's that term when you're you're not affirming people's feelings. Yeah, you're, you're not recognizing. You're not. Yeah, aff- yeah you're, you're not, not recognizing what their 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 exactly. Feelings but and um, there's this fan who came forward to them, who came to them and asked for their um asked for their advice, and he just said, "That's normal. Don't feel that way." Yeah, yeah. You that know was what I mean. that Obviously, was a little messed up. Not in that tone, but right, right. kind of. <laughs> But you know what I mean? Na parang it's normal. You know, it happens and then gives and then proceeds giving in, uh, examples. Yeah. And it kind of... And then in his apology video also, he did say that I made a mistake because I'm giving it power to say it's okay. There we and go. he knows. And which is honestly for me... I'm glad that he knows that he has this responsibility and mm-hmm. this power that a lot of people are listening to them and, um, you know, they're taking their word f- um, whenever they say something that he has that kind of power. Yeah. You know, in that podcast. Na peding, that can actually bleed into people's lives and bleed into people's conversations. 
that can initially like you know make them say like at the back of their heads well narinig ko na to eh narinig ko na to in a podcast so maybe it's okay to say yeah. to my friend mm-hmm. so that. that's where the problem lies um i mean i'm not saying that you know everything is just like we're good we're okay i'm guessing we're okay with slater young he admitted what he said it's just that this whole issue is still here yeah it it's, still happens it happens it happens and uh yeah kasi, uh, for me kasi, honestly sorry yeah, um, yeah go lang, go lang. not to like not to like go on and on and on about it but um for me i guess saying that that's not okay because like you said can you question how villainous is this yeah. and, you know how, is it really ruining people's lives but it will start somewhere and it usually starts in this heart uh, you know um, in a harmless fashion you know, harmless right? thing mm. in a harmless fashion and then it goes on and on and on because ah kasi okay lang eh, okay lang and then you start you know you start sending people's like private videos of their sexual encounters and then you know like and then you post it and then they don't get a job. And then they, you know what I mean? Like it gets dark, man. Like I mean, I remember dark. we talked about that issue about these college student, mostly I'm guessing all men sharing a Google Drive of all their exes, like their nudes and stuff. We talked about it on the podcast before. Like that shit is fucking disgusting, bro. It's you know disgusting. what I mean? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Look, see, Papa God is mad, bro. You hear the thunder? They no. know. He knows, no. bro. Just talking about it. He knows, it's bro. Like, no, bro. They know, bro. Stop it. Stop Just it. like halt. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess to wrap this up, because there's so much to unpack and there's so many aspects and layers of this that I feel like we could talk about for literally in a whole podcast. Uh, but at the end of the day, any final thoughts on this issue? What 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 is your advice to our listeners out there as well? Like, how, how do you think, like, what's the takeaway from this whole issue? If you can. <sighs> Summarize. Honestly, I, don't know. I cannot summarize it because I know that even if yeah we talk about it and stuff like that, it still happens. But like we said, like if something is difficult to talk about, it we should. Um, on my end, I'm just to kind of close it. I guess uh, think about what you send and think about what you share, uh, whether it be in public or in private, and think about just think about just think about it. That's that's all it is. Think about it more, right? Uh, you know, if you share like the latest Kim Kardashian photo, uh, where her, you know, like maybe she looks amazing. I, yeah, maybe that's not something so bad, but if you share something that could, you know, and then after you share it, you're like, you start talking stuff, you step, start saying stuff that you wouldn't want anybody to hear. That's when you start questioning your morality and your, and your morals and, and, and like you as a person. That's why you watch Ted Lasso. I'm telling you. Oh. That's why you watch Ted Lasso, man. Um, shall we wapow, I guess, to our final thing? Wapow. All right. Let's do some odd diva real quick. Uh, we're talking about... Oh, it's time to do some odd. Odd. Oh, that's oh, you. you. It's time to do <laughs> some odd. Diva. Yeah, we're talking about Taylor Swift. Uh, we all know that she is on tour right now. Her era's tour. It's selling out. Uh, seats are sometimes up to $5,000 like people are selling their tickets because that is that That's hot crazy. of a number. And I guess because of that, some fans are looking to make some money back. That's bonkers. Yeah, $5,000? <laughs> uh, some fans are looking to make some money back by selling memorabilia of stuff that uh, they got on the show. And you would think normally, right, Rika G, maybe you think like a light yeah. or like a, a shirt. But no, some fans are selling pieces of confetti. Okay. That rain down. Right. Go ahead. Tell me. Tell me, BTS. Uh, I've fan seen army. this. I've seen this in like you know BTS fangirls and and fanboys and everything that they get the confetti and they put it um in a frame with a ticket and a photo and the wristband and everything and I get that, but to to sell it, huh? That's mm. another thing. I feel like that's another layer. Yeah. That kind of makes it a little bit more complicated. <laughs> but then again, if you think about it, like, ako, I feel like, I feel like as a fan, I would still buy something. Might be worth, huh? Might be worth? Might be worth it because, you know, the concert of BTS won't happen again in Wembley. Mm. We don't know. Yeah, we so, never know. So, you kind of want to get that memorabilia. But then again, like... How are you sure that that's from there? Yeah, well, we'll we won't know. Like, I mean, for example, when you when we go back to the confetti, some people are selling them in pieces of fifty. Walaman ano, walaman ticket, walaman ano, like anything Gago. like. Gago. Yeah, it, for fifty five dollars for a bulk of like 
confetti. Wow. Yeah. Uh, but the craziest one, that's why I, I think it was worthy of an odd debut. Some people are selling, and I get this, Rika G, authentic air in a Ziploc bag. No from way. Taylor Swift's no way, bro. show in Massachusetts, <laughs> Foxborough, no way, Massachusetts, one hundred percent authentic air starting bid on Shut eBay, one hundred dollars, <laughs> baby. Look at what look what you made Shut me your do, home. Taylor that is Swift. Not happening. No way. Taylor uh, Swift should go on her Instagram and tell her fans, stop it, stop it, stop scamming people. <laughs> Uh, you know what? I want to call for Taylor Swift to go on her Instagram live and be like, guys, you know, I get the confetti. Yeah. I get the tickets. But the but air? The air? I think that's too much. Hey, but the seller did say on eBay that 100% okay. of the proceeds are going to pay off my girlfriend's student loan debt. So, in, in sense, you know, I mean, I got to respect the hustle, man. I got to respect okay, the hustle. Okay. But, the, I mean, the, the level oh. of fandom that you would have to have. To oh, even wow. consider purchasing that, unless you're stupid rich, is yeah. like that is nuts, man. <laughs> I mean, if you're stupid rich, yeah. I mean, you don't need to because you, you're probably friends with Taylor Swift. Yeah, true. You know, <laughs> uh, but of course, other things being sold are physical tickets that have already been used, concert bracelets. Mm-hmm. Which I get the value of that. There are some rain ponchos that I think were sold okay. at the on the um, I guess the website, official website, mm-hmm. that were worn at the concert. Going for as high as $150 when they're originally $10. So 15 times the price. Uh, But I mean, like you said, as a fangirl, fanboy, fan whatever, fan person, uh, some of these things might actually be something that you carry, like you you are proud to buy and and hang on your wall. I would buy confetti. Your shrine. If it's not, if it's probably like five, five pieces. Five dollars. Oh, five dollars. Yeah. But ano sa ano na lang it's confetti signed by ano RM di ba I get yung, that yung nilagay niya sa bibig niya tapos oh, dinura <laughs> there we go di ba I would get right? that for fifty Hell yeah man <laughs> um but yeah uh, that's the odd diva for today uh, so shout out to all the Taylor Swift fans by the way before we wrap this up we do have a Q and A portion on Spotify so if you want to ask questions on there. Uh, you can type it if you're listening on Spotify. You can literally ask us and got this a question. Kian asked us, what do you think about Matt Healy and Taylor Swift dating? Are they really dating? I, I thought that was a rumor. I thought it was just a rumor because yeah. it died down. And I feel like, honestly, whenever you know people have tours and concerts and everything, a lot of these things pop up just to you know get people talking. Yeah. And maybe. to put the spotlight on them. And maybe friends long sila maybe so maybe so uh, so yeah ask us a Q&A on Spotify follow us on uh, uh, our Facebook group the Hala Hala Show Let Your Fam Broadfits posted something a, a cool video there Nas Daily and his girlfriend uh, apparently broke up and made a breakup video which was actually pretty I mean, touching given all things considered also breakup videos aren't new right you've seen breakup videos right yeah like Dave, David, David Dobrik, Dobrik yeah and Liza Koshy yeah yeah uh, so, but the quote at the end of that, no growth of the heart is ever a waste, I think it's such a, I've never heard hmm. that quote, but what a great quote. Yeah, yeah, I mean, even if you like the video, quote. even whatever your thoughts on Nas Daily and Aline, whatever uh, the girlfriend's name is, um, I thought it was a it was a great quote to kind of dwell upon. And um, Yeah. And uh, speaking of ending it, that's the end of the podcast. Uh, Rika G, talk about our climbs. Uh, you have yes. Coming up? Um, please subscribe to our climbs. We just post random videos, but mainly it's about um, indoor boulder- bouldering and how we keep active here in the UK. So... That's what what's happening there. Like, subscribe, bell button. Uh, you can uh, just follow me on my socials. <laughs> I'm posting my Bataan stuff. And I do have a solo podcast, Tevez is the Best, where I talk to myself and Rika's not there. So it's not as fun, but it's still, I think, a good listen, Aww. right? It's still a good listen. Uh, but that's the that's it. Uh, we'll see you next week. Extra strong, Rika G. Halal show. Bye. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.